0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to For the Elevate, a lifestyle podcast with everyday people discussing life and lessons learned while inspiring you to do things just for the hell of it. First of all, I want to apologize for the audio on this one. We had some technical difficulties, and I am still learning, and we have not quite figured out the best way to do sound setup for certain um, dynamics. So, we may not sound the exact same today as we have in the past but I am hoping that it is not too hard to hear. Um, Today's episode is a tough one, but something that will touch all of us at one point in our life, and that is grief. And the loss of a loved one affects everyone differently. Today, my friend Olivia and I are going to talk about losing our friend Ashley. Listen as we talk about her and how through our grief, we have continued to honor, remember, and celebrate her every day. All right, let's do it. Olivia. Hello. Thanks for being on the show. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Um, Today Olivia and I are going to be talking about our friend Ashley and um, Olivia and I actually met through Ashley in college and um, gosh that feels like I mean, it was a long time ago. <laughs> Let's not age ourselves. I was like, no, but it, was, it was a while ago. Um, and so we are going to be talking about Ashley today, and we'll get into that. But first, if you just want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you.
1: Absolutely. Um, I'm Olivia. Um, I'm a wife, a dog mom, um, and a therapist. Um, I enjoy gardening, so I'm really excited for the spring
0: and the summer. She has the most epic garden, guys. She <laughs> is the queen, the queen of every. Last year, I texted you when I was starting my gardening <laughs> process, and I will say I made, I got some veggies. I did I did well, but you have like a full-blown operation, which is super impressive.
1: Oh, I've got some seeds started. I don't know. I'm a nerd.
0: It's okay, you go great. straight from seeds. I'm like, no, I need the part of the plant already ready. Like, I just stick it in the ground.
1: I do half and half. Okay. So, I do half seeds and then half, okay. and then some of them sure. are
0: actually like quarter yeah. from a local farm, and okay.
1: like, it's half and half, so yeah. like I'm not all real. <laughs> like, but there. you're still real. You're still doing it. Yeah. Okay,
0: sorry to <laughs> interrupt you. Keep going. <laughs>
1: Um, I think that's about it. Like I'm okay. I'm a, a wife, dog mom and a therapist yeah. who loves to garden.
0: Yes, you do. And you love to run.
1: And I love to run. I'm very active. We like to be outdoors. So like yeah. anything um, that is outside we'll do. Yes. Um pickleball. We're going to start a pickleball Oh my league. god. I love pickleball. I didn't know you played pickleball. Oh, I'm not an
0: avid player. We're, oh, doing, we're, we're joining ja- a league <laughs> and <laughs> pretending like we're avid. No, I mean when I say I love it, I mean it. I mean like very recreational. Like we are very like <laughs> low low stakes, just go for fun, but I didn't get to play last year cuz I was, well, last year we had a little baby and then the year before I was very pregnant. But it was something we like picked up with some friends, and it is so much fun.
1: It is a blast.
0: And it's such a good workout. Like We would get done, and we were playing in the summer. We were like drenched in sweat, and I was like, wow, this, I would rather do this any day than yes. go to the gym. Yes. Like This is way better. It's more fun. I'm still getting a good sweat in, so <laughs> we're going to have to come play Absolutely. as soon as Jordan's healed up. But we'll come play for sure.
1: Later in the summer. Later in the summer.
0: (laughs) Slowly but surely.
1: Maybe early in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm very competitive. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That too. That too. Which so, so am I. So that's good. Um, so yeah, so we are going to be talking about our friend Ashley today and, um, and about grief in general. So for anyone that doesn't know Ashley, um, we lost ashley uh, about five years ago um coming up on the five-year anniversary of her um passing she was in a tragic car accident um in 2018 and um olivia and i both were very like she was one of our best friends and we both lived with her um, at different points in our life and we're very close with her and so i wanted olivia to be the person that I talked to about this. And we're gonna try very hard not to cry. We have <laughs> tissues ready, so um, please bear with us. But um, also I thought Olivia would be a good person because she is a therapist. And so she talks to people about grief and emotions and feelings and all of those things all day, every day. <laughs> so she is a good person to process a lot of this with um, and has been one of my people to process this stuff with over the last five years. Um, And so we are just gonna kind of talk about her. Um and talk about kind of how our grief journey has been over the last five years. It's crazy to think that it's been five years. Like
1: I know. I was thinking about that today. I was like, Wow, like well and with COVID too, like I feel like it's like a time warp. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I cannot believe that it's been that
0: long. And I still
1: feel like I remember that Monday, like yeah. calling you and was like this is not okay and it's it not like, real seems yeah. like it was literally last year
0: yeah well it's funny because I said to Jordan I go I feel like in some ways it feels like it was yesterday mm-hmm. like I so vividly remember being in the hospital mm-hmm. I so vividly remember you know getting that phone call from her sister um and it feels like literally i can i mean i just remember every emotion i remember where i was everything but in a lot of ways too it feels like so much has happened in the last 5 years in terms of life yeah. It, yeah it just i mean a lot has happened in our world but even personally you know we got married and we've had a kid and we moved to tennessee and we moved back and like so many things like life changes have happened since then so it's kind of hard to grasp that like a lot of those things have happened without her being here yeah um so it is kind of strange it's like a weird time warp yeah. <laughs> I don't know how, any other way of describing it yeah. so um so first I just wanted to kind of anyone that didn't know her um give them kind of just a snapshot of who she was and yeah. so if you had to describe her in three words that's very hard to do but if you had to describe her in three words how would you describe Ash?
1: um so when I think about her the first thing I think about is her laugh oh yeah um because you could hear her laugh from
0: like rooms (laughs) and rooms away so loud like without even like I mean it she laughed so So hard (laughs) and so much yeah
1: (laughs) so I think like I just always think of like carefree yeah like she just was just like so willing to like dive in and do things but like also just like so, like, fun. Yes. And, like, that was... So, Carefree is definitely one of them. Caring mm-hmm. is another one. Like, she was so intentional. Mm-hmm. And so thoughtful. So. And, like, wanted to be there and, like, cared yeah. so deeply for people. Yeah. Um. And then her passion. Mm-hmm. Like, she was so passionate about, like... God and Jesus, but also, like, about her friends and her family mm-hmm. and, like, her work. Like, yeah. she was one of the hardest working people Oh, yeah. I've She ever loved met.
0: her work, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, those are perfect. I think I would... It's funny that you said the laugh because I... I very much always envied her like carefreeness. Like I think I try to be that way and I try to be like, Oh, you know, but she was just naturally that way. Like she didn't have to like work at it. It was just something that was like part of who she was. So I totally agree with that hundred percent. Um, I guess like, you know, this isn't really a word, but like she was in, you know, intentional I think is a, is a really good word. She was very intentional with what, how she lived her life. Um, she, one of the things I probably missed the most, um, just in like, you know, kind of day to day stuff is like, she would just randomly send a text and be like, Hey, I'm thinking about you today. Like how, like how's your heart today? You know, like that was what yeah. she always said. Like, how's your heart feeling today? And like just very, if it wasn't a text, she'd love sending snail mail. Like that girl could write a letter <laughs> or a postcard and like that's something that I've tried to be since she passed. Like, I have kind of tried to take that on for some of my friends. Like, tried to be intentional in, like, not even just, you know, for birthdays and anniversaries and big things, but like, she would just randomly send me mail, like, on just a random day for no reason. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, I got mail, you know, and you'd be so excited. And that was something that, like, when I think of her, I think of, like, her intentionality. She was so intentional with her friends and her family and her, like, you said, her work. Um, And her work family was her family, Um, very much an extension of her family. Um, So she just was so, like, I don't – I mean, joyful. Like, it's just always so joyful. My sister loves to tell this story. My older sister um, was pregnant when we were in high school with her first baby. And Ashley was on my soccer team. And the very first – very first time my sister has ever met Ashley. Okay. She's never met her before. This was in, well, I guess this would have been, I think we were in middle school. It was probably like eighth grade. And Ashley comes running up to my sister, throws her hands on her belly. My sister is like a very like conservative person. And she was like, whoa, who is this? What are you doing? And she's like, hi, I'm Ashley. You're you're Trisha, you're Ellie's sister. And she just like starts talking and gave her a huge hug. I can't wait to meet your baby. And It's so funny because that is just how she was. Like Um, she, my husband, Jordan always jokes with me that like I could walk into a bathroom and make friends, but like genuinely that's how Ashley was. Like mm -hmm. she would just walk into a room and all of a sudden everyone was just drawn to her and would just come up to her and it was impossible. She just had like a magnet personality, you know? And so when I think of her, I just think of her like that. Like anyone that met her was just immediately drawn to her yeah you know in whatever context whether it was just for a night or if it was long term you know so
1: I remember my bachelorette week or like I guess my wedding weekend and like all of the bridesmaids came together and they're all from different places like yeah. none of them all from different stages of my life and I just remember like she came in and like made friends with <laughs> everyone like she she was the one that was like we're gonna go do this and we're gonna do that like she just like like every single person even when she passed like all of my friends that met her one weekend yeah um like called me crying and like this is awful like this is so upsetting I can't like that's how like just one
0: weekend like she made
1: such an impact
0: yeah oh for sure I mean like so how I met Olivia is, um, Ashley and, uh, um, our other friend Bree, who we went to high school with, um, lived with Olivia in 20, well, what year was that? 20, 20- asking you this question, 2009. 20- Cause so, it was the it year, been,
1: it would been sophomore year. So it would have yeah. 2009.
0: So oh I met, gosh. yeah. So that's how I met Olivia is they all lived together, mm-hmm. um, up near Grand Valley and, um, we just kind of became friends and just kind of hit it off right away um, which was awesome because Ashley and I were so close and um, we're so, like, intertwined in each other's lives. So we would go and hang out at your guys' house and um, just go to girls' night, have, like... We went to Applebee's all oh the time. We got Absolutely. half off apps. Half off apps. We were poor <laughs> college students. And we were going to do anything we can to get that free food, <laughs> cheap food. Um, and so that's, like, you know, a lot of my memories of ash in college include you too so um but then the year after that um, ashley and i moved in together with our other friend ashley which was a whole thing i lived with 2 Ashleys; (laughs) got very confusing um and we lived together for two years and that was like such sacred time to me when i look back it's like some of the best best years and moments of my life. Honestly, we were the 1919 girls. That was 1919 (laughs) Haynes was our address. And, um, that's what we called ourselves and coined ourselves with our own little nickname. Um, (laughs) and it's just crazy to think back because like I said, it feels like forever ago, but it's, those memories are like so vivid in my head. Um,
1: one of my favorite memories. Oh, god, so many. Oh, god, this might get this might get PG
0: 13 or R, so I'm just gonna (laughs) warn you. Yes, Ashley's birthday, her 21st birthday. Yes, yes, we had so much fun. That was another thing. If you knew Ash, and even if you didn't, this girl loved to dance. Like, we went dancing all the time. Like, that was something that we did Mm -hmm. in college. That was like, we would go out and Another thing is Ashley was not a drinker. Like, she didn't drink. And you would have thought she was, like, raging. Like, literally. Because she had the most energy. Always. Always. On the dance floor. She had no issues, like, going out there and just getting down with it and she didn't care what she looked like or what anybody thought of her she was just like ready to go she was out for a good time she was always out for a good time yeah her 21st birthday was so I all those pictures I look back yeah. and I'm like oh my gosh we had so much fun we went to the Bob in Grand Rapids which anyone that knows that knows it's a wild time um lots of dancing lots of loud crazy laughing and big, just poofy big hair. poofy hair oh my gosh the pictures i will be sharing some photos and you will be alarmed at this at the level she always joked that the higher the hair the closer yeah. to jesus so she was trying to get real close to jesus cuz her hair was so big that girl was like i mean the amount of teasing that she did in her hair she was so good at it she was know. so i mean like that thing was like a helmet it wasn't going anywhere it was rock solid So, anyways, we could go on and on, and I'm sure we'll talk about more memories, Um, but like we said, we are coming up on the five-year anniversary of her passing, and so um, she was uh, in a car accident, a tragic car accident, um, in April of 2018, and um, complete accident, you know, it was not anyone's fault. It was a bad, weird Michigan weather day, it was slushy, Um, she got pulled into the slush, and... Had another car head on. And, um, I will never forget, um, seeing, you know, that there had been an accident and at first not knowing that it was her accident. Um, it had been on the news and they had tried to airlift and it was bad out and, you know, all of the things. Um, and then talking to her sister, bear, well, her name is Diane. We call her bear. <laughs> um, and her saying, you know, it's, it's pretty bad and we're at the hospital right now and um, I'll keep you posted. And I just remember sitting at home and Jordan and I were sitting on the couch and um, I was just praying like so hard. I just sat there and I just prayed and prayed and prayed and just there was not a part of me at that point that was like, you know I was like oh god you know I just hope she didn't break any bones like truly I mean I we didn't know anything at that mm-hmm. point and so I was very much just thinking like I just hope she's physically okay you mm-hmm. know I wasn't thinking that it was that bad yeah. you know but then after talking to bear again um realizing that it was pretty serious um I just started to like really then get very worried and um she said, I'll call you in a little bit if anything gets worse, but if not, you know, just come tomorrow, it, you know, don't stress about coming right now. And I'll never forget um, laying down to go to bed and my phone rang and I just like started shaking, like, visit, like physically shaking and Bear said, you need to get up here right now. And so um, we live an hour and a half from where Ash was. So it was a long drive (laughs) um, and not really knowing what we were gonna show up to. And um, I just remember getting there and getting to the hospital and her friends um, that were in her Bible study, Katie and Brooke, were in the um, lobby and they just like ran up to me and just gave me a huge hug. And I just knew it was really bad um, just by how they were reacting. And so went up and got to see her and she was not awake and um, was on a ventilator and just, I mean, she looked like herself, but didn't look like herself. You know, it was just, it was very like other, I've never experienced anything like that. I felt like I was outside of my body. Yeah, (laughs) It's the only way I can explain it. Like I was there and I was talking to her and I was talking to her husband Mike and I was talking to Bear and her other family that was there, but I felt like I was dreaming. Like yeah. it was the strangest thing. I don't know how to explain it. Um
1: your body was in shock.
0: Yeah. Right? Oh, I mean and it I don't even remember shock. I was actually gonna ask you this. Like I don't even remember. I know I talked to you at some point did I text you? Did I call you? Like I genuinely like, I don't even remember it, yeah. that whole time is like such a blur to me that I feel like I really do feel like I was in a different like yeah. mind space.
1: Yeah. So you ended up calling me Monday morning because your accident was on a Sunday and you reached out to me and called me at like six forty-five in the morning. And I remember seeing your name come up on my phone and I was like, Oh no, what happened? And when I picked up, I was walking around my dining room table, getting ready to go to work, and you said Ashley got into an accident, and then I needed to come to the hospital and I just remember like at that moment, I knew <laughs> like it was yeah. just like this isn't good, like something happened that was really bad um and I had called my supervisor, and I was just bawling. I was like, mm-hmm. "I can't come in to work, I couldn't drive um And so my husband drove me into Grand Rapids and the whole time, like, I just remember praying, like, God, she shouldn't, she can't go. Yeah. Like, she is so important to so many people and so many people need her that, like, she can't go. Yeah. And then when we got there to see a whole waiting room of people.
0: Yeah, full. It was crazy. I mean, like, literally there was probably 35 to 40 people mm-hmm. in that waiting yeah. room at one point. Um, and again, this was the middle of the night at, mm-hmm. when I got there um, and all through the night. And then more people came, you know, that first mm-hmm. thing in the morning. And it just was such a evident Like way to see like how important, like you said, how important she was and still is, you know, to so many people. And there were people from work, there were people from school, there were people from, you know, her family, people from high school, you know, like all sorts of people. Um, Yeah, I do remember you and Trevor coming off the elevator elevator. um, and you just like walking right up to me and just hugging me and, you know, taking you into the room and and it's weird because, so one of my friends was unable to come up. Um, I had talked to her and she had little ones at the time and she was, you know, like, do I need to come up? Should I come up? I can get a baby. And I said, you know, um, it's my other friend, Ashley. I said, Ash, I, I don't know that you want to see her like this. Yeah. And I said, I, you know, if you feel like it's important for you to come, I think you should come. But I said, at the same time. I hate that this is my last like visual of her um, because it was just, you know, like I said, she's such a lively person and to just see her laying there, it was just, it felt so not her, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And um, so long story short, um, she, the injuries she sustained were just too much for her body. And, um, and so they, her and her husband and family had made the decision to um, just, they had to let her go. She wasn't mm-hmm. going to be herself. She was not, she was not Ashley <laughs> anymore. I've said this to other people and I think it's hard to grasp for some people, but I had this like sitting in the waiting room. I just remember it so clearly. I was sitting there with Jordan and um, Chelsea was there and I was sitting there talking to Chelsea and um I just had this like peace wash over me and it was the, I, I've i never felt anything like this in my life. And I just knew she was gone. And that was before they even had gone in there. I just like, I knew I just had this like calm energy come over me. Like she's, she's okay. Like this is it, like we're not okay, but she's okay. Um, and that just like, I don't know. It just made me feel better. Like even in like the really most intense moment, one of the most intense moments of my life, like I just felt so relieved. Mm -hmm. Um, sorry. And I think I've said this to other people too. I, um, have not ever had anger about the situation. And I know a lot of people have, and I'm not saying that, um, I think it's very, easy to grieve and to just be angry, um, because it makes it a little more, I don't know. It doesn't make it easier, but it just, it is easier to be angry than it is to be sad and yeah. to feel that sadness. Yeah. Um, but I just haven't felt angry. It's, mm-hmm. and I, I think that that I've said all along, like that's her just telling me like, don't be angry, you know, like, and it, yeah. I'm, I'm where I like want to be, you know, she had such a strong faith yeah. and she always said like, Oh, I can't wait to meet Jesus. <laughs> she yeah. always said that. And she always talked about it. And she was just, she couldn't wait for that day. And it came a lot sooner than any of us wanted. Yeah. Um, but I know that she was where she wanted to be. So, I think that, like, that has made it a lot easier for me. Yeah. Um, I, I feel that so much because part of me was
1: even, like, I don't, when you think about, like, cancer and, like, people dying, yeah. and you think about this fight that people have to stay alive. Yeah. And at no point did I think that she was going to fight to stay alive because, like, she wanted yeah. so badly to meet Jesus. Yeah. And knew that that was her forever home. Yeah. And that every single day she had here was a blessing and a gift. And, like, she was okay. Yeah. Like, she was where she wanted to be. Yeah. And I think that is so true.
0: Yeah. And I think it's hard on this end (laughs) for us to understand that and to grasp that. And, Mm -hmm. um, like, grief is just a weird, it's a hard thing that, you know... Mm -hmm. It's hard because you and I think it you know she was the first person that had that I lost that I lost suddenly like that. Yeah. um I had lost grandparents um but it had been from an illness that was ongoing or old age or you know there were things, and they had lived long full lives, mm-hmm. you know, so this was so jarring <laughs> for so many people, That's and amazing. it was so out of the blue and so tragic, and I think like grief just has a way of just like either swallowing us up to the point where like we just we can't we can't and we won't like process things okay. and we won't accept things and move on and not that I don't want anyone to think like, Oh, I was like, Oh, she, you know, she is where she wanted to be. And I've moved on. Like, that is not the case. <laughs> this has been like the, the most life altering other than having my son, like truly the most life altering thing that's ever happened in my life. Yeah. Um, But it just, I don't know. And like, I, like I've talked about, I had an episode all about anxiety and this was the other thing that I just thought was so crazy. And I remember talking to Chelsea about this is that, My anxiety up until that point had been pretty bad. Um, It was a rough patch for me. I was getting married that year. I was, there was so much going on. I was just stressed about stuff. Um, But like leaving the hospital, and I don't, I always say like she did this for me. Like she took away my anxiety and it like lessened for years, like truly years after she passed. Like that was like her parting gift to me (laughs) was like, I'm going to take your anxiety with me. Like, you don't need to be anxious. You don't need to feel that way. You're grieving, but you don't need the extra anxiety. And I, like, I am so thankful for that. Like, I really do credit her with that because she knew how hard my anxiety was and, like, how much I struggled with it. And I feel like that was her way of being like, I got you. like, you know, (laughs) like, one last time, I'm going to take this, I'm going to take this for you because I know you're already dealing with a lot. So, um... So I guess, like, for you, how have, you know, how have you kind of grieved her? And how was kind of, like, the grieving process, like, for Mm -hmm. you? And continues to be. Because that's the thing. I hope anyone listening to this, this happened five years ago. But, like, we are still grieving. Yeah, we're both still (laughs) crying. We both still have our moments. And we have days that are a lot harder than others. And we can kind of talk through that. But um, I guess how how did you find yourself, like, going through it?
1: So it's interesting, Ashley's death was the first death that I think I actually allowed myself to grieve. Um, In my life, I had multiple grandparents that had passed away, Um, and then a stepdad who passed away really suddenly. And every time that those individuals passed, I was like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to deal with this. (laughs) Like This is hard. Shove it away. I'm just not, they're just not dead, like, in my head. And going to school to be a therapist, like, I was like, no, I need to do... I need to be better. Like, this isn't... This is hard, and this is gonna suck, but, like, I can't be afraid of those feelings. Yeah. And I needed to let myself do what my body needed to do. Like, if I needed to cry because a song came up that, like, her and I blared in the car. (laughs) Right. Then I needed to cry during that song, or, like... Yeah. I needed to give myself space, and so, like, this was the very first like ashley was the first person that i grieved and allowed myself to actually do it in a way that was like you know, healthier healthy or yeah than <laughs> what i had done in the past and it meant like doing things that i like needed to do for comfort like um ashley and i um oh, sorry it's okay get it out girl um we used to make brownies
0: <laughs> god she loved brownies <laughs> That girl ate more brownies than anyone I have ever met in my entire life.
1: And we were the perfect brownie pair. (laughs)
0: She she would eat the middle. Middle, always. This girl... would literally pull out a pan of brownies, cut a massive square piece <laughs> out of the middle, and leave the rest of it. And I wish I was joking. It was psychotic. Like, I would be like, that is not okay. What are you doing? And she just was like, I don't care. And That's the part I like. And not
1: completely baked uh, either. Nope. She pulled them out a little early.
0: <laughs> it was literally sludge. Brownie sludge is what she ate. Uh,
1: and we were the we were the best partners because I would eat the outside
0: eggs. And those, those At least she wasn't wasting.
1: <laughs> And she would eat the middle, and so I remember coming home, and I um, that day from the hospital, and I told Trevor all I wanted was brownies. (laughs) Just give me a big old pan of brownies. I just need to make brownies because, like, that was like one of the biggest things that we we would do um, when we like lived together, and we lived in a really bad part of town for a little bit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was what we did to keep ourselves safe (laughs) and entertained. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um and so we I didn't end up eating it. I cried mm-hmm. so hard, I hurt so bad that like yeah it, we ended up trashing it. But like I just did the things that like I needed to do that were like that made me feel yeah like I was close to her. Yeah. Um but it comes in waves, like grief is so hard. It's like this massive I like I, I mean, we're here in Lake Michigan and so like I yeah. think of the lake and like yeah. Ashley loved, the, loved beach, the beach and loved yeah. the lake and so, like, I always think of it, like, there's these massive waves that come in, and, like, sometimes they're really, really big, and, like, they're awful, and it's, like, a rough sea. And then other times in grief, it's a little more flat, and it's yeah. okay. And, like, you just have to keep riding the waves and yeah. let them come in and, like, allow yourself to do the things that you need to do to get yourself to a clear day. Yeah, that's perfectly put. And some, like, it gets better with time, like. Yeah, the waves are a lot to start, and there's a lot of crying, and there's a lot of hurt, and there's a lot of pain because you miss this person so much, yeah, so much. And then as time goes on, you still miss the person, right? But like the good memories and the happy yeah. things and the things that you do to keep them alive yeah. in your life are the things that you start to see, mm-hmm. and it's less of the really, really hard stuff that you miss. Yeah,
0: yeah, I completely agree. The, so, the year that she died, um, was the year that we got
1: married. I think of that all the
0: and, time. And, um, she was supposed to be a bridesmaid. And, um, she didn't get to be. And I'm so thankful that I got to be there for her, for her wedding. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful. That was such a fun day. Um. <laughs> I was thinking the night before, too. Yes. All of us were We were cuddling in bed. Cuddling or... in bed. <laughs> yes. yes. Literally a dog piled on top yeah. of each other. Um. But it was just so hard not having her there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was supposed to be a happy day, Yeah, Yeah. Like... And it was. It was still such a happy day. And um, we, our very first song we dedicated to her. And I'll never forget that um, I did, like I just said a little something for her. And um, I said, this first song is for Ash. And we danced to It's Tricky by Run DMC, which was <laughs> me and her and Smash's song when we lived together. Um and literally, I'll never forget it. And Jordan says the same thing. I got done saying, you know, this song is for Ashley. And just a wave of people came. I mean, like, overwhelmingly so. <laughs> a wave of people came out on the dance floor and just danced. And Mike was there, her husband. And he danced with us. And um, and he does not dance. <laughs> Ever. um. And it was just like, it was, we, we celebrated her, but it was so hard to not have her there. And then for some reason, and I've told multiple people this, I don't know why this was so hard for me, but, um, when I turned, so she was 28 when she passed and when I, I turned, the same thing,
1: twenty nine. Yeah, when was I shattering. when I
0: turned twenty nine, for some reason, I like had a meltdown.
1: I my 29th birthday is the worst birthday. I literally, and I remember telling Trevor on the car ride home because like we had spent some time with friends, yeah, and I just cried the whole way home because I was like, this is not okay. Yeah, <laughs> I shouldn't be turning twenty nine without Ashley already being twenty nine.
0: Right, and that was yeah, that was the thing is she was always older than us, mm-hmm. so she always turned that before we did. And so then to grow, to grow to an age that she never got to be was like a very um like humbling mm-hmm. feeling. Um and it was so hard. <laughs> um yep. and then things, you know, things were okay for a little while and I was like, okay, you know, obviously I still think about her every day. I miss her so much. And then I got pregnant and I was like, she would have been one of my first phone calls. Mm-hmm. And um that was really hard. And then not her getting not to not meet him and just all this, you know, all these things. It's like, it really does. I mean, just come in like waves. And some days I have no problem talking about her and I love to talk about her. And we were just talking about this. We just went to lunch and I, I know some people in our life that we're also very close with Ashley have a really hard time talking about her. And I understand. I do. I get it. I don't ever want them to feel uncomfortable. Um, But for me, I want to keep her, like, alive, you know? And I want her memory. She was such a huge part of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, literally, we always said that we were, like... We weren't just friends. We were, like, soulmates. (laughs) Like, that was, like... She always said, like, you are my soul's mate, you know? And I truly feel that. Like, I've never had a connection to someone. Like, I had a connection with her. And we had our hard moments. (laughs) I won't pretend. I mean, we had a huge fight at one point and a falling out and we didn't speak for a year and that was the worst time of my entire life. Um, and it took a breakup, which thank God <laughs> for multiple reasons. Um, but she came back into my life and, and checked in on me and we reconnected and we were able to have another three years together. And I am so grateful for that. Cause if we if that wouldn't have happened I don't know that we would have you know because we were both very stubborn (laughs) and um both very prideful and I'm just so glad that she was willing to put her pride and hurt aside and come to me and we were able to make up and so anyways all that to say (laughs) is that like if you are grieving or if you um have been grieving or going through grief like I just hope you hear this and just know that like it's okay to have days that are okay that was another thing that I struggled with a little bit Is like like laughing again and having fun and feeling like I'm with my friends having a good time and then just realizing like oh she should be here
1: yeah there was I totally feel that too I remember there was like an element of I don't want to be okay because this Sucks and this is hard, and I want Ashley to still be in my life, and she should still be here, and she should be the one that I'm talking about this too. And yeah, um, I remember thinking, like, it's okay to be okay at some point. I'm not forgetting about her, I'm not honoring her as a person. Like, she's still here with me. Yeah, it's just very different. Yeah, she's here with me now.
0: Yeah, I think that it's like people feel, I think people feel that when they it's like they're moving on like they're like yeah. leaving that person behind by trying to
1: redo it yeah and right
0: then right. like go back yeah. into life and that's just unfortunately that's just how our world is like it never mm-hmm. stops you know like we're always the world is always moving so yeah. if we're not moving with it yeah. and we're not continuing to grow and move on like then we're not living and yeah. then that's almost worse you yeah. know that's not fair to the people that we have yeah. lost yeah. you know because if we're choosing to then also not live <laughs> it's just yeah. you know that's not how they would want yeah us to go on so
1: it's interesting we you asked me to introduce myself and I brought up gardening not at the moment like thinking about how it related to Ashley but she is the she is the reason why I garden and mm-hmm. why I'm I do it um she loved to garden. she loved being outside mm-hmm. and like
0: I just remember like their duck. Oh, the duck. <laughs> she was also a finder of lost animals. She would... We literally got a cat in college. That's how we got Monster, remember? Oh, I... She Monster. opened She opened her car door to a small oh kitten in gosh. downtown Grand Rapids that hopped in her car. And she was like, well, I guess it's mine. And she brought it home. And, well, you had to live with Monster I lived first. With Monster first. <laughs> and then I lived with Monster. Crazy cat that was more like a dog. Then she um, then she found other cats and then oh she my found gosh, a duck. Mally yeah.
1: would attack me at <laughs> night. Like I'm like sleeping in my bed and all of a sudden I'm being attacked
0: by this cat. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> like, <laughs> like, get this get thing. Get your cat. <laughs> yeah. She loved so then, yeah, she had a duck at one point. She found a duck, a baby duck, and mm-hmm. that's mom had been killed, and she was like, Okay, Mike, I got a duck. It's now ours. And she Then had a duck for a while. I mean, she was truly the most, like, nurturing (laughs) and crazy person I have ever met. So, anyway, sorry. But
1: the summer before she passed, she was, like, had gotten so big into, like, all of her stuff outside. And, like, I remember talking to her about it. Like, we were sitting on my living room couch and we were talking about it. And um, before she, just, like, a month before um, she got into her accident. And I, that was the one thing that I was, like... This is what I'm going to do so that and you I'm gonna tell you something you cannot think I'm crazy but like I go outside and I garden and I talk to Ashley. Oh, I talk my to her all the time. Because I'm yeah. like Ashley, look at this little guy. It's like oh, yeah. going it's growing so growing. Big. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well this is not doing so great. So like I need you to like really like hone in on this one. <laughs> like give it a little extra love. Exactly. So like that's the what I'm doing out there, like every time I'm like harvesting i like thank her and like like she is like i think about going in my garden and i'm like this is why i do it is because of ash and yeah
0: that is and i think that's like it's such a testament to like again who she was Mm -hmm. because she had such a big impact on people like i'm now writing cards, handwritten cards to people and sending them in the mail because that's something that she did. And so I want to continue that legacy on for her, Mm -hmm. you know, to my friends, um, but just through me now. And, um, I, I just, I think I, I feel like she's around me all the time. Like I have moments where like, there's been some weird, I'm not going to lie. There's been some weird things that have happened. (laughs) Um, well, first of all, first of all, I've had two dreams only two dreams about her since she passed and they were both about within a month I think of her accident but the first one uh, well they both were like we couldn't find her there was like you know my group of friends were all together and we you know we can't find her where's Ashley where's Ashley where's Ashley and the one dream she just kind of nonchalantly walks out (laughs) just like (laughs) here I am and she comes out and we were like oh my gosh where have you been she's like she's like guys I'm fine like I'm okay and that's all she said. And I woke up and I was like, okay, she's okay. Mm-hmm. And then not long after that, I had another dream, same thing, couldn't find her. We were all looking for her. And again, she kept sauntering down the road, just like, no big deal. And <laughs> we were like, Ash, where have you been? And she's like, I've been here all along. Mm-hmm. And that's all she said. And I, awesome. I know. And I just feel like that was her way of being like, I'm always here, mm-hmm. I'm okay. And ever since then, I've just felt like her all around me. And we actually, I don't think I've told you this, we had a really weird moment um, right when Chandler was born. We had brought him home and my dad had bought him this helium balloon that said like, baby boy, welcome, something. And it was in our living room and it's like five in the morning and Jordan and I are sitting on the couch um, with Chandler and our dog is laying on the couch next to us. And all of a sudden, the balloon... This is a helium balloon, okay? Just comes straight down from the ceiling. It comes straight down to the ground. There is no air conditioning on. There is no blowing, sucking air, nothing. And Brooks, our dog, jumps off the couch and starts growling and walking toward the balloon. And I was like, Jordan's looking at me. And we're just like, what is going on? (laughs) And it just, I'm not kidding you. The balloon came straight down to the ground and it sat there. And Brooks is just slowly walking towards it. And Jordan looked at me and he, and I, I go, Ash, (laughs) I go, are you messing with us right now? And the balloon went back up and Brooks laid down and just stared at it. No way. And I was like, okay. (laughs) It was the weirdest, the weirdest moment. And I would, Jordan just looked at me and he was like that was strange and I was like I don't know what just happened it was the creepiest wow the creepiest thing and then um totally just last week so like we talk I have a picture yeah. of her in Chandler's room and I talk to him about her all the time I'm like oh Aunt Ashley would love that or, oh Ashley did that or, oh Aunt Ashley you know blah 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 and out of nowhere like I talk about her but he's yeah. never said her name he's never anything we were just sitting in his chair, and it kind of like faces that way. And he just all of a sudden goes Ash, and I was like, "What?" I was like, "What did you say?" And he pointed at her picture and said Ash, oh. and I was like, "Yeah, buddy, that's Ash. Good job." And it was just so like random, and I was like, "Ashley, like, I was like, <laughs> are you in here?" Because you know they say like kids can see things that yeah. adults can't, and so. There's just been, like, moments where I just, I'm like, I feel her around me all the time, and that just gives me such a peace, and I think um, my mother-in-law had lost her mom this last year, and Jordan's grandma, and she was very close to all of us, and it was really hard, Um, and I was telling her, my mother-in-law, the other day, I said you know, like grandma, she's here. You just have to be open to like Mm -hmm. feeling it and, and seeing it because I know that for a lot of people, like it feels like an abandonment almost like when someone leaves or some, we lose someone. Um, and I think that's kind of how a lot of people have felt, you know, a lot of my friends that have talked about Ash kind of feel that way. Like, they're just like, she's just gone, you know, it's like, it just yeah. feels like she's no more. Yeah, she's no mm-hmm. more. And so and I'm like, but she is here, you know. Yeah. And I think you just have yeah. to be open to that and open to seeing it and feeling it and knowing that like they're always with us, yeah. you know. And sometimes they're scaring the shit out of us with a balloon. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> like yeah. they are with us and I feel so much peace. Yeah. Like knowing that she's mm-hmm. here. So mm-hmm. for me at least. Mm-hmm. Um so I guess like, I mean, we kind of touched on this a little bit, but like how losing her has kind of changed our lives. Like, have you had like a different outlook on things or do you, you know, I know for me, I very much like, I don't leave people without a hug and I love you. And I try my very best to never leave someone angry. Like if I get in a fight with Jordan or my sister or my mom or whatever, like I try very hard to not yeah. let that linger because you just really never know. Yeah. Like, yeah. so for me, that's something that I have been a lot more mindful of is, like, I don't ever want to feel... Like, I think about it all the time. Like, if Ashley and I had never gotten over our fight yeah, and she had died, I would never have forgiven myself. Yeah. Like, I would be a different person right now. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Like, so... I think I've learned to like not let things fester and to yeah. not, especially if you really care about something or someone to yeah. not let it just be just because you're too stubborn or you're too prideful or whatever. So for me, that's what I've kind of the, probably the biggest change um, is I'm just way more intentional about yeah. that and like realizing that.
1: I, um it's a, I think there's a couple different things. Ashley, she wrote a ton of letters as, mm-hmm. as Ellie has said and, um, I, when she passed, I actually was like, I want to make sure everybody know in my life knows that I love them. Mm-hmm. And so like, I remember writing a bunch of cards and yeah. like making sure like, okay, if some, like life, you never know what can happen yeah. and I want to make sure people know that I love them. And so yeah. like, I've used that to say, okay, if somebody pops into my head, I try to yes. send them a message or like, just like reach out or say like, Hey, write that, like know, do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, knowing that that's just important to, like, make sure that people know that they love you and that Mm -hmm. you're thinking about them. Even if it isn't... I'm not always great at texting them and responding back, but at least I, like, push it out there into the universe of, like, I just want you to know that I'm thinking about you today.
0: Yeah. You've Um, done that for me. mm -hmm. Yeah. And it means so much. Because I think we get in the habit of being like, oh, oh, this reminds me of Olivia. Oh, I should text her later. Yeah. And then never doing it. Yeah. And then, you know, or oh, I haven't checked in on so-and-so. Like, oh, I'll do that this weekend. Yep. And then it doesn't happen. And and life happens. This is not us, like, guilting people. (laughs) But, like, it's very much, like, I think it does kind of make you feel more intentional with it. Like, if someone pops into your head, maybe it's for a reason.
1: I always, like, I always believe, and even if it's not... Not that I'm tired. Like, if I don't reach out, if I don't have a second to reach out to that person, I just say a prayer about that person. like I I know that. that. Like, Ashley wants, like, believes so much in that. And so oftentimes it's like, hey, you know what, God? Like, you've put somebody on my heart right now. Yeah. Like, I just want you to think about them or give them peace or Mm -hmm. be, wrap your arms around them. Yeah. Um, And so I try to be intentional in that because... You, when you lose somebody so suddenly, you realize how precious life is Mm -hmm. and how it can change so drastically and so quickly so quickly
0: yeah yeah it's crazy because I and I (laughs) this I just thought of this but one of the things that I was like this is another thing that I've (laughs) that I've taken which is so weird and random but I remember sitting in the hospital and I wanted to see my last text from her And Mm -hmm. I started to go through my phone and I had just cleared all of my texts like days, days before, not even probably two days before because I needed storage for something. (laughs) So I cleared all of my text messages. So I didn't have any of our text messages left. And that just like devastated me all over again. Like it just like hit me in a way because I was just like, I just wanted to know what the last thing we said to each other was because I couldn't remember, even though it had been two days before that. But I just... Was like, oh, I wish I would have known. And so now I am. I very, very rarely delete text messages. It sounds so silly, but I really, yeah. I'm just like, I'm not willing to do that. I'll buy more storage. Like I just don't yeah. do it because yeah. I wanted to. You know, I want yeah. to have those things and have those words because, yep. you know, they're important. So, yeah,
1: I feel that. I yeah, I don't delete either. Yeah, that voicemails. I like make sure that I can save it because. For so long, I wanted to just hear her voice, Mm -hmm. and so I called her phone all of the time and listened to her voicemail. Yeah, I was
0: like, I just just rewatched videos. I had like six videos on my Mm -hmm. phone. I would just rewatch them over and over, and just like her laugh. And I still do it sometimes, just like just to. I mean, I can still hear it in my head, but you know, it is as time goes on that that memory fades just ever so slightly. So it is like a great way to like keep that preserved.
1: When I think back to kind of that conversation we were talking about like grief and how to grieve and not like how it's kind of shifted and what we've done and I always remember like I'm just off like yeah. I am not my normal person in like the month of March and mm-hmm. like in April
0: yeah,
1: um, and it's just this underlying like grief just sits there and it's yeah. just like a, it's under the surface and you don't really see it and it doesn't bubble its head a lot but like it's always there. Yeah. And I always, and I always know. And so those are some things that I do is like, okay, well, like I need to be closer to Ash. Like yeah. I need to like listen to a video or mm-hmm. like go out in the garden or like make some brownies. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I know that like, it's just there and it's going to always be there and it's going to be worse like during her birthday yeah. or like in March and April. Yeah. And so just being cognizant of that and doing
0: the things that i need to do to feel close to her still yeah i agree it is interesting how it's kind of like a subconscious like emotion that just kind of lives there and then something or a time period might just spike something and it just kind of it's like a bursting of a bubble
1: yeah
0: and then it'll kind of clear up and it's okay and then you know who knows in a few months it might happen again yeah um So I guess as a therapist, I'm Mm -hmm. curious, um, just what your advice would be as far as like grieving goes, like what are some, I don't know if best practices of grieving is the right way to say it, but like (laughs) if you were to be, you know, if this was an actual therapy session, Mm -hmm. what would you say are some, some best practices?
1: Grief in itself is so difficult and everybody that even supports somebody who's dealing with grief, like. There's no right words. You're never gonna say anything that's gonna make it better for somebody. Yeah. You are never gonna bring that person back. And like, there's no s- perfect card or the perfect gift or the perfect thing to like support somebody. Yeah. It is literally just sitting with somebody and allowing them to talk as much about the person as they possibly wanna talk about it. Yeah. and Or as little. And like, just being there in their space is the most important thing. Yeah. And, I really encourage people to not just push it away. Yeah. It's so easy to like go back into a routine and like push it away and not have to deal with it. Routine is good. Yeah. It's like one of the best things to do for yourself is to like right. go back into life and make sure you're doing things, but you need to give yourself space. Like there needs to be margin in your day to deal with what you are dealing with yeah. and like the emotions that come with it. Yeah, And so like, for me, because I did grieve actually different than other people, it was I took a week off of work. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wasn't able to go in or be effective at my job. And I knew that. Okay. It wasn't just isolating, though. You can't just isolate. Like, yeah. you still need to reach out. You still need to be involved with people. Mm-hmm. Even if you're just there doing it, like, yeah. you're just walking through it, it's still beneficial for you. Yeah. And then, like... I went to work, but I didn't provide therapy for anybody because I was like, I can't not cry. Right. Like, let alone, like, be there for you. And so, like, there was two weeks where I just went to work and just was there. It was just, like, a different space. Yeah. I gave myself margins to cry when I needed to cry. And then at some point, I was strong enough to be able to start to see people again. But, like, it's giving yourself space when you feel it like you can feel when you are like I am not okay right now yeah it's a heaviness be okay with like crying or being sad and let it out
0: mm -hmm. so much
1: better out than in yep yeah (laughs) yeah it and it's purposeful like you've got to there are times like through the day like I remember driving one time and I was like it was a really just a hard moment like I thought of Ashley there was a song that came on and like it wasn't safe for me to continue to drive so like I was using grounding skills and if you don't know what grounding skills is there's like ways to make yourself feel more present in that moment and so one of the ways that you can do that is over explaining your environment and I was driving so like I use this a lot now but I like read everybody's license plate in their car to like Mm -hmm. pull myself out of the emotion yeah which was effective at that time yeah I needed to do that because I needed to stay safe right but that told me that oh wait a second I have it's built up yeah I need to do I need something. to let it out mm-hmm. yeah and so it, um, I can only imagine played at her funeral yeah um, and it's a song that's saved in my phone like I don't delete any of my website searches um, so it's mm-hmm. Ashley and so I can <laughs> there's
0: just certain it's ones now like
1: yeah. obituary is up at the top I can only imagine is up at the top yeah. um, and so both of those just live in my phone and yeah. so like That I just played it, like because I knew that that would be something that That would would, help get it out. Me feel what I needed to feel because my body was
0: telling me I needed to feel that. Yeah, that's solid advice. Mm -hmm. I love that. Like I've been doing. It's like you're a therapist or something. (laughs) You're so good at your job. How much do I owe you? (laughs) This is an hourly rate, so we're almost out of time. No our sponsors. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Seriously. Oh, yeah. No, I think that's very helpful. And that the grounding thing is very solid advice, too, because I I do that even with my anxiety. I Mm -hmm. will like really engage my senses like, okay, what do I smell right now? What do I see? What am I hearing? What am I feeling? I can reach out and touch something. And that is like a way to like kind of regulate like my breathing and kind of like calm myself. So I think in grief, that makes perfect sense that that would be something that would help as well. Yeah,
1: because I mean, the whole point of that is to switch out of your emotional brain. And, but you only want to do that in the moment. Yeah. It's like your body, like all of your emotions and like, it's so hard because grief, you feel an overwhelming amount of really hard emotions. And I don't ever like to deem emotions bad or good because yeah. like emotions are data. It tells yeah. you stuff. And so like grief and sadness and anxiety, like those all tell you, that is telling you something that right. it is telling you that like, Hey, you need to check in with It's me. a signal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and you have to be curious yeah. about like why. And so yeah. in that moment I wouldn't need to, I was not safe. I needed to get yeah. to where I was going. Yeah. But then I my body was telling me, like, right. hey, you're missing Ash. Like, yeah. You need to check in with
0: yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought this would be fun um, for us to each explain if we could have one more day with her mm-hmm. what we would want to do. So I'll let you go first. <laughs> to she <laughs> Yeah, right.
1: um I have thought about this so many times because like I think about the last day that I saw her in person and like she had just gotten actually got into an act she had gotten her and I had always had the same car <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so we had a, a Ford escort both of us at one time <laughs> and then we both got Chevy cruises <laughs> um but her Chevy cruises are not great in yeah. like snowstorms yep. Yeah. And, um, so she, they had just gotten a big car for her and, um, so that she was safe in the snow and like the irony behind that, yeah, but she had I know. just got that car. She like yeah. drove it over to my house and she came over and she sat on my couch and we drank coffee together. Um, and it was so calm and so
0: relaxed. You mean creamer? Cause Ashley drank half creamer, <laughs> oh, just... half creamer, half <laughs> coffee. It was like white. I, I would go to her house and I'd be like, Ash, can I have some coffee with this? Cause this is straight vanilla creamer. <laughs> Sorry, side note, but
1: she never liked coffee until I started making hazelnut <laughs> a load of coffee. And she's like, I love the way you make it. And I was like, You just
0: literally just like just you just like milk creamer, milk. yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, so
1: we were sitting on the couch and she was using my um, you're my favorite person mug, mm-hmm. and so that mug is always just my like ashy yeah. mug, and um, so I always like think about that last day. And I think about like if I had one more day, what would it look like? Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly think what we would do. Oh, there's just so many good memories right of her, but I think we would like start off by going for a walk to the beach. Yeah. And like whether it was like a hike or just a walk over like the boardwalk, but like we would go to Holland State Park. Mm-hmm. And it would be sunny. Obviously. Yes, and we would just lay there. And we would just talk.
0: She was my favorite person to talk to. Mm-hmm.
1: She was so safe. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And we would talk. We would talk all day. I love it. And then we'd eat something, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make some brownies. Yeah. <laughs> she would take the middle, I would take the outside. <laughs> and then we would go and like um, dance. Yeah. Um, in college, we used to. Brie got us connected to line dancing. Oh yeah. yeah. So we would go like relive our college days mm-hmm. and like go online dance just because it would be something that would be so fun. And she would drink all water. Yep.
0: Yeah. She'd be the <laughs> most hydrated the person. person. Life yeah. of the Most party. hydrated life of the party mm-hmm. there. Yep.
1: Yeah. And then when we were done with that, we would go and we would
0: snuggle in bed. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Ours are so similar. Our days. <laughs> So, mine would be, we would wake up and go get breakfast, Mm. and we would drive to the beach. She would drive, because she always drove. She loved driving. She loved, that girl Mm. loved to drive. She always blared her music, Mm -hmm. so we would have the windows Windows down, down. windows down, music, super loud, and um, we would go to the beach, because we loved the beach, too, and we would hang out at the beach and get tan. And I would yell at her for not putting sunscreen on. She would, like, oil herself or something. And then we would go back and get ready and poof her hair and go dancing and dance the night away and then go through the McDonald's drive through, and get some cheeseburgers and fries and then go back and put in a movie and cuddle in her bed.
1: Mm-hmm. She loved her bed. She
0: did love her bed. She had a great bed. She did. It was so comfortable. Was so cozy. So much cozier than my bed. I used to sleep in there sometimes. <laughs> i be like, "This my bed sucks. So that's, yeah, I, it's funny that our yeah, things are so just, similar because I feel really like she, she does have a type. <laughs> that is that's true. It's very true. But I think it's also, it's funny because it's also things that like Mike never, like Mike hated the beach. Mike did not want to dance. So no, she's, she's like, okay, I'm going to do all these things with my girls. So that's like her girl day out. That would be the perfect thing. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I know it was difficult. I know you were hesitant to do it, which <laughs> I understand.
1: Thank you for having me. Yeah. With us. I think it it's good, right? Letting those emotions yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's coming up in 5 years. Yeah, I
0: think it's therapeutic for us to mm-hmm. kind of talk through it and 5 years is A long time, but we have hopefully a lot more life to live. Mm -hmm. But sadly, it will be without her. But we still love her and Mm -hmm. think about her all the time. So thank you very much. And my final question is, if you could do anything just for the hell of it, nothing stopping you, what would you do?
1: Just for the hell of it, nothing stopping me, what would I do? I would probably jump out of a plane. I have always thought about it. Really? Yeah. But I think I like... You should do it. I should. I probably could. Like thinking about getting
0: into an airplane and it's just to be like, just shove me out. Just get me out of there. I just like there's
1: this overwhelming fear of being trapped to a person that I don't know. That I'm like, that's I that, don't that's don't the know. part <laughs>
0: that scares yes, you. That part. I'm more like, oh god, I have to fling myself out of like a a flying object into the abyss. And you're like, I just don't want to be touching someone. Really.
1: I think it'd be so freeing. And yes. So, like I agree. there's just an element of like, I just so badly want to but I so if I had no fear that's what I would
0: do okay I love that well I think you should work on that because I think that would be awesome <laughs> I've never I mean, done it I don't think I could do it but I've had friends that have done it and like swear it's the greatest it's yes it's like the greatest thing so well
1: what's yours
0: oh gosh right in this moment yeah um you're the first person to ask me <laughs> <laughs> um let me think i uh, do anything just for the hell of it I think I, oh gosh, that is hard. <laughs> I think if there was nothing stopping me, no money, no anything, I think I would rent like a massive house, rent or buy. I mean, if I could buy it, great. Like a massive house somewhere yeah. and just invite all of my friends and family and just have like... A massive party and just have all my people like with me and I like love I always say that I'm like an introverted extrovert like yes. I like to be alone and do things like that's how I get my energy back mm-hmm. but I love being with like all of my friends and family and thinking about just everyone being in one spot and just eating food and if there's a pool or a lake or whatever and just like relaxing and having fun with my people like that's like a dream I love that so I think that's what it would be That's solid. Right now. It's going to change tomorrow. It it
1: probably could change tomorrow, so who knows. Stay tuned for the next episode.
0: Yeah, stay tuned for the next episode. (laughs) We will see if I change my mind. So anyways, I love you very much, friend. And Ash, we love you. Mm -hmm. And I will talk to you soon. Friends, this episode was really hard, but it was really important to me. And I appreciate you all so much for tuning in. And I hope that this episode gave you some tips and ideas on how to express your grief and continue to love and celebrate your loved ones once they're gone. It is not easy and it's not fun, but it is necessary. If you know someone who could benefit from this episode, I would love for you to share it with them. If this podcast can positively impact one person's day, it is a win in my book. As always, I am so thankful you are here.